It's Sunshine's Becky Gazeal here. Yes, and don't worry. If you missed us, well, that's why you're here, to catch up on the good stuff. What have you learned and what can you teach us? Look, one text first about Brabham. Yeah. Brabham is technically a country suburb and country people are always nice. It's true. From Tegan. Yep. No, I agree From 100%. From Port Kennedy. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's not wrong. Not near. Port Kennedy's not near Brabham. <laughs> Doesn't mean that she can't speak into country towns. That's true. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Now, moving on to something that Tegan, I... Tegan, I appreciate that text. Thank you very much. Now look at me. What am I doing? I'm becoming you. <laughs> Don't put me in the bad corner. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Let's get on to something that I have learned today. You will enjoy this one. Okay. I think you will anyway. Uh, today I learned there's a Japanese beetle that when eaten by a frog will, as fast as possible, make its way through the digestive system and escape out the back end unscathed. No way. Yep. So That's its survival mechanism. Yeah, it just gets on through I pass its digestive through <laughs> the digestive system as quick as possible. As quick as possible. Don't you be hanging around for those that stomach acid to eat you up. Wow. Get a move on. Research details how this Japanese water beetle travels through the bowels of its predator to emerge out the other end, alive and unharmed. Does it mention how long it takes and how long he stays in there? It does. So there is a video that was taken. Uh, a frog snags the beetle, gulps it down, and then for a tense 115 minutes, nothing happens. Then... The Great Reveal. The same <laughs> the shiny reveal. insect wiggles its way out of the amphibian's bot-bot, uh, leaving both frog and beetle alive and seemingly no worse for wear. Wow. I wonder what would happen if we ate it. Because obviously we've got different... Oh, um, the, the beetle. Yeah. Like, would it pass through us or is our stomach acid way stronger we've and also just got kills that thing? Our insides are longer. Yeah. There'd be more digestive tract to... Uh, to walk through, I if guess. it's walking, I don't know. Yes, it's well, it is walking. So what they're saying is, um, oh, look, I've got a lot of information here. Uh, the small beetles uh, were able to make the trip in a minimum of six minutes. Wow, a minimum—that's the quickest time. A lot of so, fluids in that frog. The beetle has to make its way through several inches of inner organs, including the esophagus, stomach, small intestines, and large intestines. The digestive digestive juices make for a deadly environment, so speed is imperative. Now, because some beetles were able to complete the harrowing trip in six minutes... With a carry four. Yeah, they concluded that the beetle was actively moving through the frog's insides rather than being passively transported. He was like, I'm not sticking around here. I'm doing some laps. He was like, I'm going to get out of here. That's incredible. This is really interesting. 93.3% of the beetles were able to escape via the frog's vent. Or bot bot. Uh, He found (laughs) that the beetles had simply a high... Similarly... Similar... Lily, uh, yep. similarly high success rate with four other frog species as well. So it's not just one type of frog. Interesting. And because I know some of you are like, oh, what about the frog? Don't worry. The frog doesn't seem to be bothered <laughs> by the little beetle's journey through its insides. Yeah, I just got really full and then really hungry. Would you feel it? Within six minutes. Do you reckon it feels, feels the bug moving? Well, you're talking to someone with a parasite. So oh, yeah, yeah. do you feel your bug moving? Uh, emotionally, yes. Yeah. <laughs> And I just told you about it. I learnt that there is a Japanese beetle that, when eaten by a frog, will make its way through its digestive system and escape out its bottom unscathed. Miracle. Well done and you, to the beetle. You asked yeah. if it would do the same to us. Yeah. Gary makes a good point. We would chew the bug 
and the frog would just swallow it whole. Yeah, That's true. The Not everyone though. I got told off by my doctor that I need to actually chew because so I don't. I don't chew. I just. Not everything. You chew a little bit. I chew like maybe two bites. Yeah, I think it'd be enough to squash a bug. That's all I'm saying. Mm, the bug's pretty small. You wouldn't just swallow a bug whole. Yeah, I've been, like literally got told off. Okay, if you eat a piece of corn, <laughs> yeah, do you just swallow that or are you chewing it? No one chews corn. Everyone, Everyone just, chews no, corn. No, because, okay, too much information, but you see it on the other end. It's not chewed. I chew corn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't chew anything. You know, several times I've swallowed a big giant grape. What? I've got, oh, no, not, not again. <laughs> what? Kip, my wife, okay, has joked that she needs to chop my grapes in half. Maybe she should. So I if know. you take like a spoonful of corn, yeah, you just swallow. Oh, I might do one bite, but I'm like, there's no way that all those little corn kernels. The thought are gonna... of that makes me want to be sick. I just, I just, I, I'm time efficient, right? And I think it's a waste time of time. Time efficient or lazy? Show <laughs> <laughs> your food, Gazelle. Oh, thanks, Doctor. All right, this is what I've learned. Oh, yes. Okay, it's going to blow your mind. Hopefully, have you heard about the day a, a double decker bus jumped? The bridge. What bridge? The Tower Bridge in London. How did it jump it? From what way? How? Okay, so 1952, Albert Gunter, he was happily driving his bus. The bus was number 78, in case anyone wanted to know. Thank you. And he was going up the Tower Bridge, the famous bridge, the one that opens up. Hello. He was driving along, and then all of a sudden he couldn't see any road, and he's like, well, hang on, what's happening here? This is all happening in the blink of an eye. Yeah. He's realized that the bridge is going up, okay? Oh, no. And so he had two options. He's like, either I slam on the brakes and then just wait for this thing to keep going up, but then we could topple over and end up in the water. He had 20 passengers in the bus. Ooh. And so we thought, oh, this is all happening straight away, blink of an eye. And he's like, or I put the, the pedal to the metal and I try and make it over the bridge. How, what was the like gap? The gap, it didn't mention the gap. Okay. But he couldn't see the other side, so it was significant. Yeah. And so blink of an eye, he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going for it. And this is, this is what went through his mind. Okay, he drove a tank in the army. Yeah. And he goes, I, I've actually cleared some distances in a tank. Now, tanks are quite heavy. I've got a double-decker bus, also quite heavy. I reckon I can do it. If I could do something similar in a tank, I reckon I can do this in a bus. And so, straight, foot to the floor, off he went, straight across, flew in the air, landed on the other side. Somehow, the bus didn't break down and fall apart. It landed safely. Everyone in the bus was fine except for him. He snapped his leg. What? Yep. Crazy story. That's an insane story. Happened in 1952, and I know what you're thinking. Now, why on earth did he not know that the bridge was lifting? Well, back in the 1950s, there was a watchman. Now, he was supposed to run out, block off the road, and ring a bell so everyone knew the bridge is lifting up. Oh, you had one job, mate. He had one job, and he forgot to do it. So this is why this whole situation came uh, about. Now, the act... It was seen in the public eye as, wow, an act of bravery. Yeah. Like, well done. Quick thinking. You saved everyone. Yeah, you ended up in hospital. Everyone had to go to the hospital, by yeah, the way. Of course, to be checked yep, out. Everyone needed to be checked out. But he was the only one that had any issues, broken leg. What do you think they awarded him I don't for know. his bravery? The medal of bridge jumping? Ten pounds. Oh, in the 50s, though. $562. I've done the conversion. Oh, is that all? <laughs> $500. $62.47 in today's money. Uh, when asked what he would do with it, he said, well, five for me and five for the missus. Oh, we well, like it. What's his name? He, yeah, his name is Albert Gunter. Oh, Albert. Good job. He was going 19.3 kilometers an hour when he 
took flight. Is that all? Yeah, it wasn't going very quick. Oh, wow. I know. That's why he likened it. And again, this is all happening in the blink of an eye. Yeah. It's like, tanks don't go that quick. Tanks are heavy. Yeah. So he was making all the comparisons to a tank okay. that he used to drive back in the day. Fair enough. Crazy. And that's all I want to know. Have you been stuck between a rock and a hard place? Are you currently? Let us decide. So he was okay. aw- he was awarded the the bravery award. Sure. Because he made a very quick decision and look, it was the right decision because everyone survived. Could have been the wrong decision though. Could have He's been. He's like, do I go back down? Do I jump over? Both not. See? Rock and a hard place. Yeah, it's true. Both hard I mean, I would have personally put the bus in reverse, but hey, according to him there was no third option. Okay. So, yeah, see I thought that maybe it was too steep. I don't know. I don't know. We yeah. don't have all the information. We really hoped you enjoyed that chat. It has been Sunshine's Beck and Jazeel. I think I enjoyed it more the second time. It was good. Left a nice taste in my mouth. We'll see you from three.